0: Psalm chapter number 51. Psalm chapter number 51. I gotta share with you that today I do not feel good at all. I'm not not feeling well. However, man, not feeling well does not trump the presence of God. And so even when you don't feel well, you're able to do what God says to you. So, so if I look a little bit different, I'm telling you in advance I feel a little bit different, but I also feel the power of the Holy Ghost. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. We want to thank all of you for coming as, Pia, as we celebrate these survivors. Psalm 51. Psalm 51. We're gonna start at verse number 10. We get there, say amen. amen. Now be nose real quick and look at your Look at your neighbor's Bible and see if they are there. Amen. Say amen if your neighbor got it.
1: Because
0: you know sometimes they don't have you. 51 verse number 10 says created me a clean heart O god and renew in me a right spirit verse 11 says cast not away cast me not away from thy presence and take not your spirit from me It says in verse 12, Restore unto me the joy of my salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Say free spirit. spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted unto you. Today I want to begin part one. Of the series, "Deep Clean: The Lost Art of Repentance." The lost art of repentance. Repeat after me: Say, "Deep Clean." The lost art of repentance. We talk about a whole lot of stuff in church now, but rarely do we talk about repentance. That's quite odd, because all of us need repentance. Yeah. Uh, safest place to actually talk about repentance should be the house of God. But for some of us, and for some reason, we don't like to talk about repentance. And it's possibly because in order to talk about repentance, there first has to be a strong look in the mirror. And many of us can't like what we see. Raise your hand if you're a homeowner, if you own your home, you own your home, if, if you're a homeowner, you can probably attest to the fact that there's always something to fix. Amen. Everybody say amen. amen. I'm talking about every time you look around, it's something to fix. If it ain't a light bulb, it's the microwave. Mm-hmm. say amen. Yeah. If it ain't the microwave, it's the air
1: conditioning.
0: Yeah. If it ain't the air conditioner, it's the hot water here. Yeah. <laughs> amen. say Amen. Yeah. It's always something to fix but here's the thing, you know that can be quite frustrating sometimes but that's the nature of being a homeowner because to whom much is given much is required and so when things break down in our homes, we fix it, without question we fix it we might raise saying about it but we Fix, and and we fix it because if we don't care take care of the things that's breaking down, that stuff will begin to stack up. Right. Somebody say you mean? And the value of the experience of living there uh-huh. goes down. Uh-huh. Somebody say you mean? Yeah. You you could have a beautiful home uh-huh. on many acres. But if that air condition goes out, it takes the value of living there down. If that hot water heater goes out, it takes the value of living there down. And here's what God is saying. A lot of us are walking around living an existence less valuable than it would be if we would just address our issues. Imagine ourselves as the house. Things break down on the inside of us, but instead of fixing them, we just walk around, put our suits on and our makeup on, do our hair, and act like everything is okay. But the problem with that is, is that things will begin to stack up. And we'll find that the value of our life goes down. Breast Cancer Awareness Month is an awesome reminder of how fragile life can be. Today, as we celebrate those who have battled and fought, even as we remember those who have uh, lost their lives, it ought to be a constant reminder that life is short. And one of the things that you don't have any control over is your quantity of death. Somebody say amen. amen. And you don't have to have cancer in order for your life to be cut short. That's why I'm confused sometimes when people don't praise God. Because truthfully, we ought to be grateful for simply having one more day. And is there anybody other than me that can thank God just because you got one more day? You, you don't know what next month is going to bring, but Lord, thank you for one, one more day. For waking me up one more day. We don't have any control over the quantity of day. So we shouldn't be focused on it the quantity of days. Our focus must then be on the quality Quality. of days. And quality of days begins with addressing issues that lessen the quality of days. And nothing lessens the quality of days more than being out of alignment with the will of God. That's a tough reality for many of us because we know what it's like to be outside of the will of God. Raise your hand if you know what it's like to be outside of the will of God. To sin comes short of the glory of God. And, and for the believers, Jarrah, when we are out of alignment, we can feel it. Yeah. You see how quiet it is in here? It's almost like, you know, it's almost, it's almost like there's a there's a scary ghost hovering around. No, man. We gotta start addressing some real things. Somebody say amen. amen. I can't ask you to repent if I don't tell Somebody say amen. Amen. And a lot of us don't understand why we should even repent in the first place. But repentance gets us back into alignment with God. Somebody say amen. amen. Gets us back into alignment with God. What is repentance? Let me tell you what it is, Kim. Simply put, repentance is the activity. Of reviewing, say reviewing, reviewing reviewing your actions and feeling contrition or regret yes. for past wrong yes. which is accompanied, say accompanied by commitment to change for the better Let's look at that definition just a little bit deeper because it specifies three central requirements. Can I teach like this today? Yeah. It requires three central requirements. The first requirement is it requires repentance, requires a critique. Uh-huh. Somebody say amen. amen. It requires a personal critique. We're good at critiquing everybody else. Y'all not going to help me. But when is the last time you took a deep look into your own life and said, Lord, I need you to help me. That's the nature. That's the nature of human beings. We love to point out what's wrong with everybody else. But it takes a real strong person To look down on the inside of them And say Lord I need you to fix me Do I have anybody here That can repeat after me And say Lord fix me work on me God Work on me There, There are some things I need you to work on Me And what we do a lot of times Brother Hill, Sister Hill Is that we begin to compare ourselves To everybody else And because our stuff Don't look as bad as their stuff We think we're okay but that's not what repentance is it requires a personal critique and that's what David did David hit himself hard before he went to God he didn't just go to God and say created me a clean heart and renewing me a right spirit David went to God and said there are some things wrong with me y'all not going to help me preach I promise you it gets better There, there are some things wrong with me God And it begins at verse number one. He says, Lord, have mercy on me. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? He said, according to your loving kindness. And that's one reason why we ought to praise God this morning. Is because in spite of how messed up we are, God still loves us. Do I have at least 10 people in here that can praise God for his love for us? I'm, talk- I'm talking about, you know you don't deserve to be loved. You know you haven't done enough to be loved like that. But God loves us. His love is not a because of type of love. His love is an in spite of type of love. There are many people who you will encounter in this life who will love you based on if you meet their expectations. Y'all not going to help me here. There are people in this room who can tell you, I fell out of love with them. And they fell out of love because expectations were not met, but I'll love you with If there anybody here other than me, you can testify, you know, you have not met the qualifications and the expectations of God, but yet you see the power of his hand working in your life anyway. Why would God want to lay his hand? on somebody as messed up as me? Why would God, Want to favor somebody as messed up as me. And here's the thing. here i'm out of alignment but i gotta get back in alignment and the good news today is that god will give us a chance uh, to get back in line y'all y'all not helping me here he he, he lets us get right back in line and there are people here who can testify that sometimes god don't even put you at the back of the line because you got out of line he'll let you get right back Somebody say amen. 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 For everybody, take it to God have mercy. He says, wash me from my iniquity. Y'all not helping me. He says, cleanse me from my sin. Do y'all not know a lot of us spend so much time focusing on the effects of our relationships with everybody else and not realizing that we are enemy number one to our destiny? There's no greater person that can teach you out of your destiny than you. Yeah. Somebody say amen. Yeah. And David, it. David's not praying for another army. Yeah. He's, not, he's not praying to God for, for about another king. He's not praying to God about what the people have done. David says, forget all of that. I want to talk to your God about who I am.
1: Yeah.
0: And a lot of y'all had taken a look in the mirror to actually see who you are. Who are you really? Who, who are you if I told you to describe the person you're trying to hide right now?
1: Oh my God.
0: God. God. Oh my God. Look at your neighbor. So this good teacher. So come back next week. You'll <laughs> we'll prophesy about new houses or something. Last time you took a deep look at yourself. They said, watch what he said the first time I I almost done? He says, For I acknowledge my transgression. Anybody other than me? And said, Lord, I acknowledge I acknowledge my best son. And he says, My sin is ever before me. Do y'all hear
1: it?
0: And he says this. He says, God, I've sinned against you. Yes. And watch what he said. He said, and I've done this evil. They've hit themselves hard in the king. He says, I've done this evil in your sight. That you may be justified when you speak and be clear when you judge it requires a personal critique. But the second thing it requires, it requires contrition. That's feeling sorry and regretting what we've done wrong. Raise your hand if you've ever had contrition. I'm talking about you you, you hated the fact that you did it. I'm talking about you felt it in your heart. I'm talking about it. It was difficult to deal with. You hated it. That you did it, contrition. I'm talking about you dealt with the regret of it. And here's the here's the thing about re- repentance. That re- repentance really doesn't, doesn't it just isn't about that stuff you did that you didn't want to do. <laughs> Somebody say amen. Yes. That type of stuff is easy to put away. Yes. But repentance comes into play specifically yes. for those things that you enjoy doing. Yes. Okay, you're not going to talk to me right now. We are the three people in here? I know I don't have a three, but where are the three people in here that can testify that there are some things you know you did wrong, but you enjoy doing Come on, come on. I need y'all to be honest. Stand up on your feet so you can show the rest of these saints who ain't had them type of problems. I'm talking about, I just need some of You enjoy Come on, talk to me, somebody. You enjoy every second of it. Me here. Oh, you enjoy driving to do it. Y'all ain't gonna help me here. You enjoy driving back. Y'all not gonna help me here. But you woke up the next morning, couldn't even look at yourself in the mirror. Raise your hand if you've ever been there. to do the things I love Y'all not going to talk to me. Y'all so holy today. is isn't the pick you got on. Can I get somebody real today? Raise your hands. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. 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 Somebody say amen. And Satan knows what you enjoy. Somebody say amen. Satan knows what you enjoy, but you'll sanctify himself. He knows what you enjoy. Somebody say amen. you at folk who don't smoke crack and say, I'll never smoke crack. Yeah. Somebody say amen. Yeah. Say no crack ain't your thing. Yeah. But what about that woman's husband? Yeah. Y'all not gonna talk to me here. You don't do crack, but you do that. I feel a little now. I feel so much better. I feel so much better. I just got help. I got a second wing. Do, do you understand what I'm talking about? Here we are somebody else and thinking that we're better. I'll never do that. But you can't consider the stuff you have done. And when you can't consider the stuff you have done, it's difficult to have the spirit of contrition. Somebody say amen. And you can't let what anybody else thinks of you get you out of the place of contrition. Because I'm going to tell you, you watch this, watch this. This is very important. Give me seven minutes and I'm done. See, you can't let anybody else get you out of the posture of contrition. Because what happens is, the people you hurt, sometimes they don't understand that you're trying to get your life right with God. Y'all not going to help me here. Anybody going to talk to me today? They they don't understand because they're they're still dealing with the hurt from what you've done. And and, and now, you're trying to move on to get back into alignment. And they're looking at you like, you haven't even dealt with my hurt. And so what they'll do is, when you haven't dealt with their hurt, they'll try to remind you of who you used to be. Y'all not going to help me, y'all not going to help. They'll remind you. Anybody else ever had somebody remind you of your stuff? I'm talking about some stuff 15 years old, and they'll remind you every chance they get. Why? Because they haven't dealt with the what? Hurt that's understanding so you can't blame them for feeling the way they feel because you did the dirt you gave them the hurt you I sound like Jesse Jackson right there <laughs> huh? you gave them the hurt but you can't let what they think about you stop you from going before God and say God, I'm sorry because you can tell a person you hurt you're sorry and they don't have to accept it. But man, when you go to God, y'all not gonna help me here. They don't ever have to forgive you for what you've done. But you better go to God. He will forgive you. Ooh, somebody shout, God will forgive. Oh, you ain't shouting like you know it. Shout, God will forgive. Y'all don't even know what to get happy about. Come on. Shout it, God will forgive. stuff that you've done in your life and you would not be where you are had not God forgiven you. There's some people still walking around today that's holding on to the stuff you did way back then. But the reason why you're able to walk forward is because God forgot about it. You ever heard somebody say God blocked it? <laughs> we quink the we, we shadow but God blocked it. But can I give you another thing to shout about? You ought to also be able to shout about the fact God forgot about it. Amen. He didn't hold it against you. Y'all not talking to me here. Go to him with contrition. Amen. Walking outside of the will of God shall make us feel horrible. Yes. Somebody say amen. amen. And when we feel hard, we gotta go to God. Amen. But not only does it require a critique, and not only does it require contrition, it also requires change. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. It requires change. Repentance is incomplete. Repentance is incomplete if it's not linked with change. You can you can you can do the critique, and you can you can go to God and say, "Created me a clean heart." And renewing me of my spirit, but if that's not linked with change, repentance is incomplete. Why do we need why do we why do we need repentance? Why do we need repentance? Why? Because we are flawed by nature. Touch your neighbor and say, as beautiful as you are, you are a flawed creature. Talk to somebody else and say you are a flawed. Creature. You say I'm flawed too. When you realize that you are flawed. Loves you anyway. That he favored you anyway. That he blessed you anyway. That's a reason to go before him and say, Father, I stretch my hand to thee. No other. committed your first sin somebody say "Amen." I want you to hear that you were flawed before you committed your first sin David said in Psalm 51 and 5 he said behold I was shapen in iniquity and in sin did my mother So, when you say you're flawed, I don't want you to just focus on the thing that you've done. I want you to focus on the idea that you are a being that has the propensity to fall short of the glory of God. Um, every one of us, there's at least two of us. Yes. Somebody say amen. Yes. And there are two forces fighting at all times from pure in our lives. Yes. The old you is fighting and the new you is fighting too.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And whatever you feed yes. it's going to win that battle. Yes. You don't have to stand, you don't have to raise your hand, but the truth of the matter is for some of us, the old man wins more than the new man, and we need to shift that paradigm, everybody standing in this place.